Hey, hey everybody, welcome back to our next episode on our podcast. This is Squad for Souls. Thanks for joining us. Okay, so Josh, you want to lead us off this time? I do. So this episode, it's kind of leading with what we talked about last time. Uh, we were talking about how places will charge you to investigate and how these places are commercializing investigations. Well, this goes along the same lines as it's kind of based on trespassing, uh, people trespassing onto land, onto private land or private places that have a famous connotation to it and causing it worse for all the other paranormal groups out there, people investigating it because they don't respect the boundaries. And so we're just kind of sharing our thoughts on that tonight. Um, is known as the nunnery. Um, St. Anne's Retreat. St. Anne's, Re- Anne's Retreat, which we've all, I've grown up calling it the nunnery. Famous paranormal spot. Ghost Adventures has been there. Um, they have had a lot of problems with trespassers recently following their Facebook page. They've said they've wanted to open it up to people, but they've got to get the trespassing down. And they have cameras, and people have tried to do stuff there, which is ruining it for everyone else. And... I I mean, I think we all agree that it's not very cool to no. do that. And especially for them to even think about opening it up because whoever owns it, they don't have to open up to the public to let people go and investigate it. Mm-hmm. But they're willing to do that. And, you know, it's like how a couple bad eggs ruin it for the rest of everybody. And they're kind of doing that for everyone right now. And so, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think it's important kind of to see the perspective of the people who or why they're so tempted to trespass, you know, because this, the nunnery or St. Anne's retreat has been, you know, I've known about it since I was a little kid. Yeah, And you hear about that growing up in the area and knowing about it's like this local legend where, you know, ghosts are and these crazy things happen and people have, I mean, when we were in school, you know, middle school on up through high school, you hear about people going over in groups. You know, and they're like, oh, I want to do that. I want to do that next. That was awesome. They 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 got scared. That was cool. You know, let's go let's go do that next. I mean, we never got around, but I mean, you've had we've known people who have gone. Yeah. You know. Um. So yeah, I can see the appeal there, and I can see why you'd want to go, because people have been doing it for forever. You know. Um. But yeah, but it is kind of a, you know, trespassing, and especially when they've come out publicly time and time again and said, please don't do that. You know. But, but again, it's hard to find, it's hard to get places to investigate uh, legitimately because um, people are ones that there may be skeptics, you know, or they may, they don't know you. It's hard to prove that you're trustworthy, you know, that you're not just some, a group of kids looking to vandalize or goof around, you know. Um, It's like, no, we take this, you know, we take this seriously and we, uh, you know, we try to be professional about it. And I mean, and we've had a struggle getting in, getting permission to go places. Um, you know, I'm sure we could try a little harder, you know, to do so. And, and there's probably some, you know, more open access, you know, public type of places that we could try. But, you know, the big, the big ones, you know, like the St. Anne's Retreat or, or the train station or, you know, really locals, Crystal Hot Springs for us is a big one. And, you know, we've, we've reached out to these places, you know, they're just not trustworthy i think there's that fear of inviting trespassers and inviting some you know vandalism type of activity or behaviors by doing so so um i don't know it's hard 
to kind of see both sides and put yourself in the, an owner's shoes too. It's not like a bunch of kids trying to destroy crops or something, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. But going back to what we talked about before, if I put myself in, in the owner's shoes on the charging people to go in, I'd be like, yeah, sure, that's a quick, easy yeah, hundred bucks. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably do it if I owned a place that was high profile. High profile. Hmm. And I mean, I don't know, maybe that's the best way to go about it. And of course, going back to our last, when we were talking about uh, ghost hunting shows, uh, maybe they do pay to go there. Yeah, I bet they do. I bet. Yeah, I bet like Ghost you Adventures. Haven't ghost researched it, so I don't know. Yeah. I guess my opinion now, you know, like we said, we haven't researched this, but I think now Ghost Adventures and like Ghost Hunters are like so, like big time. I would assume they probably aren't paying anymore to go. Just the publicity. Like, of, yeah, the publicity of for publicity. Well, yeah. they they allow these big time guys to come in, and then all these small time people are like, yeah, let's go there, you know. And then okay, now we'll charge you to come do it, investigate where Zach Bagans saw a ghost, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So. But also, there's companies. So like like Taps. That's those are the people that do ghost, ghost hunters. hunters. Mm-hmm. Their thing is or or was. I'm mean, on my mind's back to 2008. <laughs> when I would watch it a lot. Yeah. Um, uh, they would knock on the door of the people's houses or wherever they were going. They'd say, hey, we're TAPS. We're here to help. You know, they, they would advertise that this is a free service they do. Mm-hmm. Just a hobby for all of them, you know, a passion. And, yeah. Yeah. So, so, I mean, it would be, I don't know. I don't know what I'm getting at. Don't is it? Maybe, <laughs> maybe that. Well, no, maybe that's that's a good thing. To, <laughs> a good point to bring up that maybe you know you start out that way Cut and that, that will lead, out, <laughs> lead into more. You know, maybe trying to help someone with they feel like they're they're being experiencing haunting. You know, helping them realize what it actually is or debunk it or you know making them at peace with it. I think it's kind of one way you can go around. Uh, you know the whole paranormal investigating thing is there's that side to it that you're you're trying to help someone but I don't know I feel like it's rare to find in need of a house cleansing or whatever you know and that's what they would do on that show yeah so yeah it's interesting I don't I mean I guess it's you know it's hard to get into that's what we're trying to say is it's hard to get into these big places that people want to see and you want to go there because so much has happened or you've heard of so much happening and again I'm sure a lot of it's exaggerated and you know whatnot. but you want to see for yourself there's an appeal there it's exciting um, but yeah you know a lot of it's privately owned and it's just not a possibility or it's a possibility if you want to you know pay a lot of money and then I don't know we've never done it so I don't know what the quality of you know it would suck to pay a hundred bucks for an hour or two and then you know, nothing happens or, or you're spending that time setting up your equipment and you're rushed and you know I don't know how that all how that experience works but first of all, and also an hour to get a really good ghost hunt in as we as we know an hour just it goes by like that yeah it isn't a lot of time no mm-hmm. I mean because sometimes there's there's gaps in ghost hunting mm-hmm. where nothing happens yeah 
Um, I feel like in our experience, it's like a, a hit, like a couple hits in mm-hmm. a row or something, and then it's just dead. I think we've talked about that kind of before, about spirit energy and how, you know, they can, I feel like they get a buildup of it and can, can use it and express it, and then it kind of like takes them a little to recharge, so to speak, or something, you know. I agree. <laughs> but what would make them recharge? What are some things that are said, done, times, times of the uh, day? What would make them yeah. recharge at specific times? You know, um, I've, I've read before, I can't remember where, that there's like no correlation between like spiritual encounters, spiritual ghost encounters during the day and encounters at night. Like there's no correlation. Like you just see most of the stuff done at night, but a lot of stuff happens during the day. I think what brought up brought it up is like you notice like when Zach Bagans and his crew uh interview people, it's always during the day and they're like, Oh yeah, I was just working and they're usually working during the day and something happens. And so I don't know, I wonder where the correlation of like it's happening during the day instead of the night, even though they still get stuff at night. Yeah. Like Yeah, you don't know and like stuff that pops it out or something or like brings it out it's kind of i would guess this is just my guess is that maybe a clothing article say you're somewhere civil war battlefield and nothing's really happening you bring out like a civil war jacket or something Mm -hmm. that has Mm -hmm. the energy attached to it can something like be manifested through that yeah i think it's possibility for sure and I know the reason that most people do it at night. Well, okay, so so the reason most people do it at night casually it's because that's part of the adrenaline rush. Yeah, it's dark, yeah, you yeah. know. Yeah. But the reason these these ghost hunting shows are done at night is because of interference with light. Yeah. Makes sense, you know, yeah. like what what you ha- what you would get in the day. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh, and I didn't think some of the places. Are probably like tourist destinations, mm-hmm. so they're not gonna like waste Busy a day of their the day. money and say, yeah. "All right, you can do it at night." Well, and yeah, and people are more active during the day. You might catch a neighbor, you know, building something in his garage, or mm-hmm. you know, that might interfere with with the investigation too. Now, here's something interesting that I've thought about doing investigations at night. Pitch black. No, it's not even a flashlight. And. Um, Supposedly, and I'm 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 going by by our experiences with ghost hunting, and then even watching shows like Ghost Adventures, bringing them up again. It's pitch black. You're talking to a spirit, and they supposedly can see you. Is so say that. Do spirits have a sense of night vision, or does night and day, is that just not a factor to a spirit? That's a good... So why would there be activity at night if they can't see? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just spirits of people, you'd think they'd be... See, I've heard, uh, I, I don't know where I've heard this, I've heard time is a physical thing. So as soon as you're a spirit, there's no such thing as time. Because it's just a physical manifestation. 
So yeah, but you you'd still see the world. You'd still see the night and day. That's true. Or and, and not grow tired or need rest. Not no, no, no. They they. I mean, they I wouldn't. guess we've talked about them needing to draw off different energy. But yeah. Maybe that's just to be able to have the ability to, you know, communicate with us here, you know. But they're not like, oh, time to go to sleep, you know, and re-energize. Yeah. Yeah, I know when I was at that house, they had a lot of activity that it didn't, I don't know if it really seemed to matter. I had things happen at night and I had things happen during the day. I noticed them more during the day because, you know, I'm more awake not sleeping but certainly had things happen in the night too yeah that's a good question it's how do they perceive their world around them and how we fit into that too but also I mean is there something guess guess going back to um, what recharge you know what recharges that energy is there certain times of the day and night that can make a spirit manifest? For example, there's something called the witching hour, three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Have you guys heard about this? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Of course you have. Everyone's heard about it. Stuff like this. Let's see. Us. I'm just looking up. Stuff on the witching hour. See, and what on, I've heard on, on, on that on, on I, what it is, and, and and you're looking it up. But what I what I've heard on that is the witching hour. Why it's three o'clock, is because how the things come in threes, and it's supposedly like the dark side. You know, devil and his followers are mocking the Godhead as the three. They huh. mock the Godhead in threes. Trinity. Yeah, as, as other people know. So. That's what I've heard anyways. I'm not sure what you're reading, but yeah, that's what I've always heard yeah. anyways. First off, I'd, who would want to wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning? <laughs> not me. It's witching hour. Let's see what's going on. <laughs> Got my alarm set for 3. Oh boy, it's 3 a.m. <laughs> 3 a.m. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If ghosts do sleep, they are up early. Yeah, now I'm really thinking about their, like, are ghosts needing, like, to save their energy and stuff like that? Like, how they they rest, or does it just, like, become stronger at some times? Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I feel like they can pull off of our, the energy we're putting out, too. And I think that when we said earlier... An earlier episode of how, like, when you're maybe a little more tense going into an investigation, or that might like prime you into thinking something's going to happen. But I think that can also be some truth to that, as in maybe they can sense that, you know, that emotion, that stronger emotion from you, and that can, you know, they can use that to make some kind of manifestation, too. Yeah, definitely. Well, on. Um with that, is there is there something that we can do uh, before investigations to charge ourselves that would make a ghost more likely to more likely to pull off our energy? Yeah. Kind of like 
what we did when we played football, get pumped up, listen to rock and roll. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Go. No, I think that something maybe, that could be, maybe. you know, researched by us, you know. It, something we could, different things you could try to do. I don't, maybe, I don't like, doing research on the area, seeing, say you go to, like, a, a ghost town, and you find, like, you see pictures of the headstones, and you write a guy's name's, like, John Milton or something. So you look up John Milton in whatever town, and you find out all this information on John Milton's family from the ghost town. And then when you get there, you can be like, I, John Milton, like, call out their names, or, like, you were born in 1835, to, you know. To, so like, familiarize yourself with the area yeah. and what went on during the time. You'd think you'd family. have some sort of, that would build up some sort of energy... Yeah. I don't know. Energy barrier. I don't know. Equalizer. I don't know. <laughs> no, no one knows, you know. I'm not a doctor anymore. <laughs> anymore. <laughs> not since the accident, anyways. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting stuff, for sure. Well, that's about it. That's about it for that one. This week, anyone have any final thoughts, feelings, fuzzy feelings you need to share with the group? Rock and roll. See ya.